Welcome to Part 2 of the New Yorker's July 9th and 16th, 2007 issue. We have four articles and a short story for you. Ian Fraser investigates the mystery surrounding a meteorite crash in New Jersey. Or was it a meteorite? Then, Orhan Pamuk, the Nobel Prize-winning novelist, recalls the guilty pleasure of eating street food in Istanbul. After that, we'll have new fiction by Stuart Dybbuk and Louis Menand examines whether getting more Americans to vote is necessarily a good thing. But first, it's the financial page. In The Science of Success, James Sirwicky looks at how popular media are trying to bring predictability to an unpredictable business. Last month, the publisher Simon & Schuster announced a partnership with a website called Media Predict, which would use the collective judgment of readers to evaluate book proposals. The deal drew scorn from many, who saw it as evidence that publishers, in an era of stagnant sales, had so lost confidence in their own judgment that they were reduced to the methods of American Idol. Asking readers to weigh in on a book's commercial prospects was a recipe for mediocrity, and the experiment was doomed to fail. Yet even the idea's critics recognized that it was a response to a real problem. Most books today are not economically successful, which means that much of the time and money that publishers invest in projects is wasted. For years, publishers have accepted this as unavoidable. After all, in nearly every media business most products flop, and most of the profits come from a small number of huge successes. In the music industry, only 10% or so of recordings actually turn a profit. On network television, each season most new shows fail. And in Hollywood, according to the economist Art Devaney, 6% of films account for the bulk of the industry's profits. Media companies have learned accordingly to diversify their bets and, increasingly, to share their risk with others. Hollywood studios, for instance, now often bring in outside investors on big projects, limiting their potential downside. But the process of predicting whether a product will be a hit remains remarkably haphazard and erratic. Many people argue that it's foolish to expect otherwise, and that no science of success is possible. In the famous words of the screenwriter William Goldman, nobody knows anything. The fate of a book or a movie, the argument goes, is determined by too many factors to be predictable. Advertising, reviews, word of mouth, luck, and, in the case of big hits, a simple desire to see what all the fuss is about. Devaney, for instance, says that the box office performance of Hollywood films is chaotic in the mathematical sense of the term. Three Columbia sociologists recently found something similar in a series of online experiments in which people were...